0: hello everybody and welcome to the spoiler warning podcast this is review number 651 with our review of news of the world i'm christopher schnazy
1: and i'm stephen miller
0: and if you're joining us for the first time the spoiler warning podcast is a weekly film review program each week in the show we're going to dive in debate discuss and argue over the latest films coming to a streaming platform near you um this week we had a review of promising young woman which is already in the feeds and then now we're talking about news of the world uh, which is available to rent currently um it's apparently also coming to Netflix uh next month um so if you don't want to rent it you'll be able to wait to see it then um but yeah news of the world um you know old westy type of film um i think uh if you listen to our end of the year episode um You know that Stephen was a big fan of First Cow, um, (laughs) which involves, uh, you know, hanging out in the wilderness with not a lot to your name and kind of just uh, being on the prairie and stuff. Uh, Yeah,
1: this is very similar (laughs) to
0: that. (laughs) It's it's definitely a different type of story, but it's, you know, same type of environment living in. Um, Did this film give you any of those feels, Stephen?
1: Well, what it really did is it made me think of Meek's Cutoff, uh, an earlier Kelly Reichart film film. Because there, they are going, traveling through, like, the Great Plains, and they have a stagecoach. And there are a few scenes that, like, very directly reminded me of, of that one. So I did have a few of the feelings of, like, the big open spaces, like the American Midwest, which is very different from the first cow, Cal- kind of, like, claustrophobic forest of the American West. Uh, so yeah, yeah. not the same as first cow, but I did feel some Reichardt vibes a few times in this movie. Though, Greengrass definitely... Um, he makes things bigger like like he clearly is not (laughs) that into like telling a very intimate story
0: (laughs) yeah yeah Um, it it is funny because one of the things is like when we were watching first cow one of the things i really got stuck thinking about is like that cabin um (laughs) that that they have and like just thinking about like how like even though it was simple like how nice it was where they had like extra pots and pans on the walls and i kept being like stuck i had a moment in this film where i was like their stagecoach is fucking rad. Like the weird suspended right. like bench that they were on with like, like like basically like a little hydraulic seat for them to, observe. and then like the the overhang that gives them shade when they drive. I was like, I was so like it's a it's a simple little like horse and buggy sort of situation, but I was also impressed with how like extravagant the technology was back
1: then. No right, was, it, there's there's a shade of Nomadland to this movie of like what if what if you could just pack up and go and you can you know. Deck out your van with all the fixins, and you know, live live that life. Uh, it was my San Francisco thought when I was watching this movie. Is there's a an inn that he stays at early on, and like when they go into the room, I was like, holy shit, that's a huge oh, room. Yeah. That is so <laughs> nice. There's like <laughs> I had that thought too, where I'm like, wait, the,
0: how do you build something like this?
1: <laughs> like, it just seems so. Yeah, let me go on Airbnb. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. I was like, was this a uh, Is this like the the penthouse suite, or is this just what all the rooms look in this inn?
1: (laughs) It was pretty impressive.
0: Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, Well, what do you say, Stephen, when we get into this review? (laughs) Let's do it. All right. We're going to take a listen to the trailer for News of the World, and then we're going to come back and let you know our thoughts.
1: Ladies and gentlemen, my name is Captain Jefferson Kyle Kidd, and I'm here tonight to read the news from across this great world of ours.
0: So they pay you to tell stories. I ain't never heard of that as a thing a man can do. Well, it's
1: not a rich man's occupation, as you can see. Hi! Hey! Stop! Stop! I'm not gonna Stop. hurt you! You understand English? Do oh, yeah, I call but, uh friend? It says your name is Joanna Leonberger. Indians took you when they attacked your family six years prior. Her mother, father, and sister were. Well, they passed. She's got family down in Castroville. Captain, why are you doing this? She needs to laugh and dream. She needs new memories. roads close is that the law? it is now
0: Captain you Johanna I do not have a clue as to the care of a child it's a photograph that's my wife
1: can certainly handle a horse. Uh, there's a horse. Horse. Captain. Captain. Make no mistake.
0: Captain. Where it is, she's that captive out of Wichita Falls. What do you want? How much you want for her? This child is not for sale. she's an
1: Indian now. She's something in between. Ladies and gentlemen, these are stories of men and women very much like you, waiting for better days to come.
0: All right. So that was the trailer for News of the World. It is about a man who um, makes his living by traveling from town to town and reading news um, from other towns around the world just to kind of like share that knowledge with everybody. And uh, one day he comes across across a a young girl who has been living her last several years with uh, the Kiowa people. And she decides he decides to help her um, travel several hundred miles to where her supposed home is. And uh, tried to get her back to um, her family. So, Stephen Miller, what did you think of News of the World?
1: I thought this was one of those movies that elevated probably a full star just because Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks. Um, <laughs> this, this is a movie that I thought it was it was totally charming. Um, it, it was kind of slim pickings in terms of story here i think that was intentional paul greengrass doing the western thing of trying to be a little bit more stoic a few less fewer words more of just a kind of episodic journey throughout texas um it i I thought it looked really good i like i want to say that there are a few scenes where there are like crowded town squares and stuff that they enter into where i couldn't put my finger on it but i thought like the the effects were really good, and I don't even know what was an effect and what wasn't.
0: <laughs> but like it, <laughs> the first flyover of the cows looked horrible. It's like the worst CG yeah. I've ever seen. Um, but the other stuff looked good once you were in in town.
1: <laughs> yeah, like like I'm I'm thinking of when they when Tom Hanks gets to the first major town with Johanna. Then then it kind of had like this like swooping view of this like bustling town in the west, and I the like I I thought I thought that was cool. It. I don't know what to say about it, honestly. Like, this movie is basically Tom Hanks and this uh, new actress, Helena Zengel, sitting and, like, traveling across Texas and encountering people along the way. And it's kind of very much a parable, like a didactic type of story. Um, You know, we find out the, the dangers of people who would rob you in the road. And we meet, you know... It's kind of like a Gulliver's Travels type thing. Like we meet like a little town with a very specific behavior and they learn about the difficulty of going across the plains. It's all it's very simple. And the thing that makes it at least mostly work for me is that Tom Hanks is incredibly charming, like him talking to this little girl that can't understand him. It's just, he's just so fatherly. He makes it work. I think when he is giving the news of the world and he gets to turn on the charm a little bit more, I think he is really good at that. And the girl who plays Johanna, I think it, it, she does a really nice kind of opening up over time in the movie. Like it, it, it divvies that out just enough to make it be meaningful where yeah the final maybe 20 minutes of this movie have like two good tear jerking type of moments that you can see from a billion miles away. You know, they're coming, (laughs) you know why they're doing it, but still like Tom Hanks is Tom Hanks and it still worked. Like it still jerked me around a little bit um, just by virtue of who he is. So I don't know, like it's very simple. There, there are things that happen in this movie that are very over the top. Um, Like there is a shootout where I feel like people are committed to their cause long after I feel like they would be in the situation. um, Like, like it just keeps going and going and going. And it kind of seems like people don't care if they live or die in a way that kind of didn't ring true for me. Uh, there's yeah. a episode with a Mr. Farley where I don't think I believe that Captain Kidd would have done what he did in that moment. I I feel like he, his higher calling in that moment to protect this girl keep her safe he kind of betrays all of that for reasons that aren't totally clear given where he was just five years ago and what he was willing to do um yeah there's an interesting aspect of this movie where it's like trying to grapple with post-civil war what was it like and i think it is trying to at least a little bit paint that against the fake news era of today and like like, I don't know exactly what it's trying to say there. It's very yeah. heavy handed when it does dip into it. Um But when it is just Tom Hanks being embracing the solitude with Johanna and like they're just riding across together, both having lost things. It was nice enough. I don't know. This movie was nice enough. If this movie did not have Tom Hanks in it, th- there would be not really a reason to watch it. <laughs> but oh. it does have Tom Hanks <laughs> that's, in it. So that's 100% that puts a kind of... That kinda of puts it in like Greyhound territory for me of just like, Okay, yeah. Tom Hanks did a western now. That's that's fine. <laughs>
0: <laughs> you know, it, it's, it's funny though, cause this is, this is sort of the opposite of Greyhound, cause, you know, in both things, uh, Tom Hanks is piloting a vessel across a long distance going from point A to point B. But in one of the films, it's all on water and they're very, very adamant about how much ammo they have. And then this <laughs> film, it's all on dirt <laughs> and they don't care how much ammo they have because there always seems to be oh, plenty cares. of ammo.
1: He cares. No, we know. We know he had exactly twenty rounds. The guy. The guy told him that.
0: Yeah. yeah. So he he cares. The people who are shooting at him definitely don't care. Oh yeah, they don't care. <laughs> <laughs> it's definitely. It's definitely one of those things where, like, the one thing I kept thinking about in that shootout scene is, it was it, it was kind of like a like m- maybe first cow has just ruined me from being able to watch a western anymore because like I think about like no your horse and your bag are all your possessions on earth and. It's literally never worth shooting your gun unless it's a matter of life and death because like bullets cost money. They don't grow on Mm -hmm. trees. You'll have to go into another town without bullets to purchase more bullets so that you can have bullets. So the next time that you want to shoot at something like I feel like you need all your bullets to get food and to like stay alive when people attack you you would never chase somebody into the wilderness and just fire blankly at them like or blindly at them just trying to hit something like it just seems like a strange world where nothing is worth it in this world where like everything is danger and you carry everything that you own with you all the time it's never worth firing your your gun unless absolutely necessary and even then it's probably only worth firing your gun if the person you're killing has bullets on them (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, Like you know what I mean? It it, is. It's hard. Like it's hard now to watch these films and not constantly wonder. Like, is anything worth it? (laughs) Like life is tough out here on the The is no. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, pretty much. Um, But yeah, I I think I think your um, sort of feelings on the film, like. You know, my, my mirror yours. I, I think that, like, I had a lot of fun watching Tom Hanks with this young girl, like, trying to communicate mm-hmm. with her when she only, under, like, <laughs> she doesn't speak English and he doesn't speak Kiowan or Kiowa. Um, and he, uh you know it's just this interaction between them like her tasting the coffee and spitting it out and then the sugar and then just like wanting to drink a whole tin of sugar like all that stuff was great like i really really enjoyed that like i I liked watching papa hanks um (laughs) take this little girl under his wing (laughs) and try to get her from one side of texas to the other however far they were going and i think that like all that aspect of this film was fun and nice and just like seeing them play together and them trying to become friends when they're sort of at odds when they first arrive. Um, all that was fine and dandy. I think the the nature of here are all... Th- this feels very much like someone's diary as they traveled across right. Texas for 400 miles where it's like, yeah, I mean, I was just trying to go, you know, 400 miles that way. And then there was these one guys who tried to kill me. And then there was like a sandstorm. And then like, it, it's a series yeah. of... Set pieces. Or like a
1: composite of a bunch of different diaries of like all the bad things that could happen to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Like it like it's like, oh, I just finished playing Oregon Trail. Here's all the parts where people died. (laughs) (laughs) And it's and it's that sort of thing that like that that simplistic nature of it, it doesn't have the like um, we talked about, you know, when, when uh, we watched Mad Max Fury Road, like, that's really a s- simple film, right? People escape, they drive to one point, the thing that they want isn't there, so they drive to another point. That's a very simple story. But everything in between is so elaborate and so intense that, mm-hmm. like, that film is fucking amazing. This film is very, very subdued compared to that, obviously. Um, and it has the same, like, well, we're just trying to go there, and then you go there, and then it's like, Cool. I watched this for two hours. That's fun. (laughs) Um, And it kind of doesn't like, it doesn't draw you in. I I think there was, you mentioned earlier about like this existing in in the post-Civil War um, era. And one of the things that I thought they were going to start doing something very, very interesting with is, is like uh, Tom Hanks and everyone he's encountering most for the most part are people who served in the Confederacy, right? They're, they're, they're the bad guys for all intents and purposes. Right. And This film is being told from their side, and they are all being occupied by this oppressive force, which is the North, right? And I thought this film was going to do something interesting with this, like, they can't go freely anywhere, and they're all beholden to these people who are like... There was something that I was like, huh, this is kind of interesting to, like, set this from this vantage point and... And be like, well, we're just trying to make it out here on the old west and like freaking Yankees keep coming over and start (laughs) screwing with us. Right. And I I, damn blues. Yeah. And and I really wanted it to do something with that. And then it doesn't ever do it. It's just like, that's where we're setting this. So like, this takes place in Texas. So there you go. (laughs) Right. And it doesn't Mm -hmm. really, really want to do anything, which is why that scene where they're in the town that you that you mentioned, um, where he goes there and like they're like why don't you read this newspaper like that feels like such a weird bubble like they just took over that town and there's no blues there and they're right ruling it themselves and then they're gonna have this other like like that scene like I when I still got like I still got a little like you know like emotional when he starts telling the story about these people who like were in this mine and stuff like that and I was like I was like oh man I don't know why I really really like this this scene <laughs> but this premise of where they're at didn't make any sense to me right like I just didn't like it was weird because they're like we've taken back this little town in Texas and also we're killing all the buffalo so it's like they're not they're not going against this idea of being occupied by other people they're still taking everything from the land and it's just kind of I didn't know what was trying to be said by that group No right of they're, they're being exploited so that, like that's one of the more parable-ish
1: type Things for me, where it's like this guy is the the capitalist basically, and he's tricked everyone else into doing his bidding and thinking he's great because he's warped them. You know, he's the he's the businessman who got in power because he told everyone how great he was. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, that guy. By the way, I, I was looking at the uh, the actor Thomas Francis Murphy, uh, who played uh, Mister Mister Farley. And, like, the things that he's known for that are popping up are 12 Years a Slave, Free State of Jones, Salem. It's like, he's just typecast as, like, this is, like, this is old, (laughs) probably racist American.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nice. Um, But, yeah, I, I, you know, it was, (laughs) it was, it was, it was a fine watch, um, but it definitely was no, like, Buster Scruggs. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> right no it, it was no buster scruggs and i do think even in terms of the the dangers of traveling westward like i can't stress how much better meeks cutoff is at depicting some of the stuff in a way that doesn't feel as hollywood um yeah. like the having to get a stagecoach over a potentially piece of rocky terrain and how fragile all that could be and what would happen if you you know didn't have water anymore and th- things like that but yeah it it was nice. I know this is based on a book. I don't know how much the book is also like a didactic just combo of all the shit that could happen in the West. But yeah, like like basically this would have probably gotten like two or two and a half stars for me. And then like Tom Hanks alone, like pushed it into the threes just because it's like, yeah, I could watch <laughs> Tom Hanks all day.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, uh, Yeah, so so what what did you think of the actual... The reading of the news as an occupation like i really really enjoyed something about that of just like traveling from town and having the news be like these really interesting compelling stories for people in these very very small towns like i mean once again going back to buster scruggs there was like the guy who does like shakespeare and stuff <laughs> right yeah. um and and this is sort of like a different version of that um but but yeah i just i really it it like I haven't really seen that portrayed much, but also it seems like a really obvious profession in hindsight. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. like how else did all these people dispersed over so much area get news of what was happening in the rest of the country or the world at a time when, you know, there wasn't right. anything.
1: No. Yeah. I, I, I like that. There were things that again felt too, um, prestige picture starring tom hanksy like the degree to which the audience is always emotionally invested in what he's saying the moment he says it you know they all are yeah, like yeah. ooing and awing and going up and down but it was cute like it, i i like the idea of that of that being a profession i did wonder logistically though how often are newspapers printed because like when is he replenishing these like when yeah. is he bringing new news and where is he picking it up from because it takes a long time to get throughout texas
0: yeah, yeah, true. And, and and like, that's the thing is I assumed he was, I assumed every town he stopped in, he would get their local paper. And then at night he would read it and comb over the stories he found the most interesting and then pick and choose what to, because I mean, he was like circling different articles and stuff like that. Right. Yeah. That's um, true. So it was like a thing where, you know, and, and he was carrying some of those same articles from town to town, but he might, he might like mm-hmm. stop in, see what the town's doing there and then pick one of the stories that might really appeal to those sort of people. Um. But yeah yeah
1: yeah it's a cool job. I would definitely pay Tom Hanks to do
0: it, yeah um, would you pay him twenty dollars to do it though <laughs> nice.
1: uh, yeah oh, well, no, a penny shy <laughs> just one penny shy of that I would be willing
0: to do um yes any any last thoughts, Stephen, on news of the world
1: not really i I think it's just a simple a, a simple movie um yeah I don't know i. I like it's been I'm sure Greengrass has done movies that didn't have the shaky cam, but it did feel nice to see him go <laughs> in this more like sweeping camera view direction for a little while. And then there are a couple shakies at the end. that got me pretty good. Like like he, he goes for it. Um, yeah, I don't know. Nice. Nice enough movie. That's all I can say. It's a nice. It's a nice movie. <laughs>
0: Cool. Um, well, Stephen, let's find out how nice it actually is. Let's go ahead and get to our verdicts. If you were going to give us a must-see, recommend with a caveat, wait for rental, pass with a caveat, or a must-avoid, what would you give it?
1: This is like... It's like teetering between a rental and a caveat for me. Um, I think In which because direction? <laughs> of Tom Hanks... Because of Tom Hanks, I'm tipping it into caveat territory. Like, recommend with a caveat. I mean, oh, yeah. this is a... I think this is a totally middle-of-the-road, rent this and you'll enjoy it but tom hanks is very very charming and america needs more hanks so it goes into like a slight recommendation for me like i think you won't be disappointed if you've seen it i don't think there's a reason to pay twenty dollars for it i think you can for sure just wait till it comes out on netflix and enjoy it that way but then yeah enjoy it because it's you know tom hanks being a dad and what more could you want out of life
0: (laughs) Uh, yeah, for me, it's gonna fall straight squarely in that wait for rental territory. Um, I, you know, I enjoyed it, but if you're gonna watch a western uh, style film on Netflix, you might as well watch the Ballad of Buster Scruggs um, mm-hmm. because that is pretty fucking great. Um, and uh, you yeah, know, you know, dig up True Grit wherever you can stream that too, because <laughs> yeah. that feels great as well. Um, but yeah, I, I I I enjoyed it enough because, like Stephen said, of Tom Hanks, but. Um, I also wasn't like the the beat to beat of this story and sort of the things that he realizes, the things that Hanks realizes he wants to do after he arrives at the little village with the German people. Um <laughs> it seems like it takes him quite a bit of time to realize that and uh it seems like yeah, he's a pretty necessary. slow on the
1: uptake there. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> um, but yeah, that is going to do it For a review of News of the World Stephen Miller, if people want to find you Throughout the week, where can they do that?
1: Uh, people can find me at twitter.com Slash miller or
0: People can find me at Christopher in or Twitter.com slash Christopher IRL. You can find the podcast over at the warning.com where you get a bunch of the back episodes of the show. If you want to subscribe to the show, you can do so on overcast stitcher, Apple podcasts or wherever podcasts are found. If you want to get a hold of us directly, you can send an email to fans at the or you can use the contact form on our site. Music for this episode will come from the soundtrack to news of the world. So hopefully you're enjoying that. And, uh, yeah, that's it for this week. We'll be back next week with, um, Some film that I don't have (laughs) in front of me right now. Um, But yeah, we'll see you next time, everybody. Take care and bye-bye. Bye.